it was good, man. Just it felt like the ESPYs in there. It felt like a real gala. Like it felt like a real Seattle family reunion. People were dressed. Yo, people were dressed up nice. Really came out and showed out. Cam called me one day. Just called me. Hey, K. Um, did you invite everybody to your wedding? I'm like, bro, you can't invite all the guys to your wedding. They don't work like that. It's too many dudes. We play with too many people. It don't work like that. <laughs> Fast forward. Guess who didn't get invited to the wedding? Cam didn't invite you. I'm like, hold up, bro. Wait. I found out something last night, KJ. What now, I mean, you had a great career. Everybody always talking about how nice you are. KJ, so sweet. They so nice. But you know, a lot of times you don't find out what people think about you till they come to your funeral. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But last or come night, to your foundation. Either. But last night, your launch of the Right Way Foundation, I found out how much people love you, bro. I the town too. was out. I did too, G. I just looked at all them people that were there. We got CEOs, presidents, family, friends, associates. We talking 200 people. Yeah. Took three hours out of their night mm-hmm. for KJ Wright. I, I I knew I was loved, but what I felt last night, I couldn't even have dreamed of that. What time did you go to sleep last night? 11. Woke up at like 3. <laughs> woke up with this big knot in my stomach, too. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. I had to give a speech. Have, wait, you had bubble gum? No, just a knot. Oh, okay. The, the same knot I had in my stomach was the same knot I had on draft day. It's just like, I can't wait till this day is over. I want it to go good. That's the same knot I had in my stomach. I mean, you was nervous, bro. Like, what, I is, what, what nervous look like? Because I usually I'm usually c- cool and composed. What um, nervous look like? I can't I can't say for everybody, but I can say to KJ Wright nervous. KJ, you like 6'4, but when you nervous, you like 6'7. Tight. Tight. <laughs> Stuck straight up. I went loose? If you would have fought it, it'd have been loud. I went loose at all? No, you tight, man. You tight. You gotta look at it, G. Hmm. All these people here for me. So I mean I, So what exactly? Like, like, tell me, let's go back before the event. Like. Mm-hmm. What was your stress? What are you thinking about? You're thinking about people not showing up? Are you thinking about people not uh, feeling what you're doing? What happened? I'm a negative Nancy. Let's just get that understood. I'm nervous if people go show up. Are people going to have a good time? Are people going to donate? Is the day going to flow well? Is it going to, like, I'm just like, because it's out of my control. Right. Like, if it could just be case, I could do this, I could do that. But I had to let go. Let the event planners do their thing. Mm-hmm. Trust that people are going to have a good time. The food was going to be good. I got little control issues when it comes to my name being on something. Right. When I had my Olive Branch Alumni Charity Basketball Game last right. year, the whole city came out to see me, my teammates. When I tell you I didn't enjoy a single moment out of that day. Right. No fun. No fun. Zero fun, sir. Was, was, was KJ right? Okay, so let's do this. Let's talk about this night. Let's talk about it from the standpoint who was there, 
what was said. So there's a lot of people that's listening right now. Mm -hmm. They weren't there at the party. Uh, I call it a party because that's essentially no, what it was. It was. It was, it was. A yes, it, it was, was a foundation was a launch, but it was basically a party. So let's start from the top. Let's do this. Let's talk about some of the folks that was there. Okay. Pete Carroll was there. What did he say to you? Hey, what up, stud? Hey, man, I'm so, I'm so proud of you, man. This thing is awesome. Great turnout. Hey, coach, how they young? How they young rookie looking? Oh, man, he's going to be really good. He's going to be the one. So he's going to be in the rotation. He's going to be going. Mm -hmm. Hey, so proud of you, man. Anything you need from me, I got you. Okay. All right. John Snyder was there. What did he say? Hey, man, this is awesome. So proud of you, man. So proud of you. You mean so much to this community, so much to this city. Anything you need, we're here for you. We're here to support you. We got you back through it all. Did you tell him you unemployed? <laughs> I mean, they said anything you need. Hey, John, KJ's still a, unemployed. You need know a J-O-B. <laughs> job. Okay. Yes. Um, the president of the Seattle Seahawks, Chuck Arnold, was there. What did he say? So the Seattle Seahawks donated 5K to the, um, to the Right Way Foundation. They did that weeks ago. Wow. So I went by there the other day. Mm. Not too many people were on a Friday. And I wrote him a, a thank you letter. Mm. A thank you letter. Slid it under. No, I went I went in his room. Put it on his desk. Thank you for supporting this event. It means so much to me. Then when I saw him, we had matching suits on. Okay. He's like, man, you look good. I said, no, you look good. And just um, when you got presidents, GMs, head coaches, people that's been doing it for a long time, very high level here for you, rocking with you. Right. Bidding on auction items, mm -hmm. having fun, that was a really good feeling. Yeah. Like, I'm glad y'all here. I'm glad y'all rocking with me. And it just showed me, hey, KJ, during this 10-year span you were here, were you the best player? Nah. I mean, you was good. I was good. You're were good. you the best player? Nah. Were you the highest paid guy? No. Did it bother but, you? What you say? The paycheck that you were one of the highest paid? Did that bother you? Oh no no no! Um, you didn't care. You, you didn't care about wanting more money. Oh, I did. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah yeah. But um, <laughs> but hey, what you meant to this city? What you meant to our team? Mm. We respect it. Mm. We appreciate you. Mm. We love you. Thank you. Whatever you have going forward, you're yeah. not a part of the team no more. Mm -hmm. But you meant so much to us. We gonna rock with you. Love that. Now some yeah. of your some of your former teammates were there. Uh, let's go through that one. Uh, Doug Baldwin. What he say? Talk about Doug. Let's slow down with Doug. Doug texted me a while ago. He was like, yeah, I'm going to try, try to make it to your event. Okay. And cool. I appreciate it. Right. I saw Doug that day, and he was like, man, I ain't even seen my, my family today. Mm -hmm. He was like, I've had four events. I've been up since six this morning, and um, I'm here. I said, bro, I appreciate that. I said, that means a lot to you. Because Doug, you know, Doug be moving. Doug be busy. Got mm -hmm. three kids. Got a wife. Community center launch for him is June 16th. Yep. I just got the email. I did too. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did too. Thanks for the invite, Doug. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. you. And um, no, that meant a lot to me because Doug was my, we sat next to each other his last year mm. in Seattle, his eighth year. And I, I was with, we came in together, grew up together. But when you sit next to somebody, whether it's in the locker room or in the team meeting room, they essentially become your right hand man. Right. Like we sit down, we talk before the meeting. During the meetings. Mm. And so for him to mm. come, that meant a lot to me. Uh, real quick, before we get off Doug, um, something happened last night, and I saw something, right? Um, and, 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 and even me and Jermaine, Jermaine Curse, we was talking about it. And I don't know if you remember it. 
you were standing next to the step and repeat, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then Pete was there, no play on words, but Pete was standing there, and then Doug <laughs> came over. Did you see the two of them wrestling? They was playing, they was wrestling, playing basketball, yeah. air basketball. Them dudes love each other, bruh. Their relationship. Come on, talk about it. Is like no other player that ever came through that locker. Thank you. Coach Carroll loves that, that pushbackness that does give that get a little mouthy here and there. He loves that. <laughs> Them two forever. Hugging, playing basketball. Them two dudes yeah. are boys. They are. That relationship, that dynamic. And the thing with Doug is, Doug is not afraid to say, hey, coach, we're getting away from our culture. Hey, coach, you let this slide. Hey, coach, we need to do this better. I ain't telling coach, I ain't telling no coach how to do their job. That ain't me. But he had a unique ability to be honest, to be 100% authentic. Right. And he brought the best out of coaches. I'm talking about Doug. So, so last night, um, seeing that, shout out to all of the Ted Lasso fans out there. Ted Lasso, that show, Doug Baldwin is Roy Kent. And if you know that, if you know what I'm talking about, then you know. You're the only one in this room that know about some Ted Lasso. Somebody watch this. What? Guarantee the comments going to go crazy over this because he is Roy Kent. But, okay, I saw I saw your other, your, your, your linebacker partner. I saw Bobby Wagner in the building. Bobby was in the building. Anytime Bobby come, yeah. hey, hey, I'm coming. I love you, Bobby. What time's your thing? I said, yeah, pull up. It's at 530. Okay, I'm cool. I'm there. Came there. He's like, hey, bro, I went to the wrong boys and girls club. I'm like, what, what, which one you go to? Right. I, the the address on the flyer. Where else you gonna go? So he went. He went to the, this one. Went to the other one. They came back, and so it was all good. He called me afterwards. He had to leave. He said, "Bro, appreciate you coming. I had to shake. How was it? He said it was good. Our auction item raised five thousand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. got an auction. Item. Me and Bobby go work out with ten other people. That worries five thousand. Um, Jermaine was there. Shout out to Jermaine Curse. He keep dodging us. Yeah, every Evergreen Golf. So yeah. Jermaine's item, let's talk, I want to talk about that. Jermaine's item was, it's a three-hour mm -hmm. golf instruction at Jermaine Curse's new mm -hmm. uh, Evergreen uh, golf, golf center, yeah. golf place out there. Mm -hmm. uh, isn't it Kirkland? Redmond. Redmond. It's Redmond. out in Redmond. And you're going to get that with instruction. You and five of your friends get to come hang out with Jermaine. Again, mm -hmm. you're getting private instruction inside of the spot. If you haven't been there, it is incredible. The person, so I'm bidding it, right? So it's just like this now. Now it's 25, 25, now 50, now 75, 75. Yeah. Bid now 100, one quarter, one and a half, 75. Bid now 200, 200. It got up there, right? Mm -hmm. It got up there. I got mm -hmm. up to like 25, 25, bid 3,000. So I'm rolling, I'm rolling. But finally, guess who bought it? Jim Mueller. Shout out, Shout to, out to Jim, Jim. Mueller. Jen, you showed out last night. You showed out last night. And going back to Jermaine Curse real quick. Mm. Guess who was the first person I called when I knew that I was about to retire? You called Jermaine? The first person I called when I left the VMAC, when I talked to Coach Carroll and John Snyder, was Jermaine Curse. Why? Why'd you, why of all the people... Why would you call Jermaine? The the reason I called Jermaine was because obviously he's retired. Mm -hmm. And Jermaine just got this spirit about him. Yeah, he when does. He got this spirit about him. When you talk to Jermaine, he's present. He listens. He gets it. 
And I just feel so comfortable. Like, hey, bro, I just decided to hang it up. I called Jermaine Curse and I kid you not, we stayed on the phone for about 45 minutes. He talked to me about his journey. He talked to me about what I'm about to feel. He just talked to me about, bro, I'm happy for you. You decided to walk away on your own versus doing what I had to do. Right. Jermaine Curse was the first person I called when I left that VMAC. Out of all people? Jermaine. I could, and it's, it's his spirit, G. It is. I just can't stand his spirit on text. <laughs> In the text group, me and Jermaine argue all the time. Yeah. But face to face, saw him yesterday. By the way, did you see how good Jermaine looked yesterday? Did you see that look? Shout out to Marissa, his wife, yep. who is the reason why he yep. looks that way. Because yep. if it was up to Jermaine, he would have showed up in some joggers in his mm -hmm. evergreen golf fit. You mm -hmm. feel me? Mm -hmm. uh, with a T right in, on, in his ear. Mm -hmm. But uh, Jermaine looked good yesterday. Yep. So you called Jermaine first. If you, is there a reason you didn't call Bobby first? I just knew that. I just, I don't know. Some came over my spirit. Mm. And I was like, bro, yeah. I'm, I'm like, who do I need to call? Like, who should I call? It's Jermaine. Mm. Even though he didn't invite me to his wedding. Wow. You Invited heard you to mine. You heard it. Ooh wee. Jermaine, you got the uh, answer for that. Okay, so. You, who, hold up. Speaking of weddings. What? You know one of the coldest things that ever happened to me? What? I'm telling it all today, dang it. Mm. Cam called me. One day, just call me, hey, Kay, um, did you invite everybody to your wedding? I'm like, bro, you can't invite all the guys to your wedding. It don't work like that. It's too many dudes. We play with too many people. It don't work like that. He's like, yeah, man, it's just so many dudes. I can't, I can't invite them. I was like, bro, you can't make everybody happy. Right. <laughs> Fast forward, guess who didn't get invited to the wedding? Cam didn't invite you? I'm like... Hold up, bro. Wait. You called. Wait. G. G. <laughs> this man called me. Wait. Okay, you can't. You can't invite everybody to. I'm like, bro, no, no. Everybody can't come. What are you thinking? Fast forward. Time goes by. Time goes by. I was like, okay, I know it's come. Right. Didn't get no text. Nothing in the mail. Maybe got lost in the mail, G. <laughs> no, look, let me tell you something. I know Cam. Cam is very, look, Cam is be on top of it. That's why I call Cam the ambassador of that defense. He was the liaison. He was the one that could kind of, you know, talk to people. He was Pete the man. He was the man. He, was, he the man. was the guy. That dude, what he did was, he said, KJ, what's your thoughts on this, man? And you were like, you know what? You can't invite everybody. He was like, cross KJ off. He's cool with it. And he, and, he, <laughs> and he probably called somebody else. Hey, what'd you think about that? No, man, you can't call. Oh, you crossed that person. <laughs> Bro, I was tripping. What? And you know, when you see dudes yeah. you know, on Instagram, <laughs> like, this is... Scale of one to 10. Since, since, since we're going to keep it a buck. Scale of one to 10. 10 being the most hurt. How hurt were your feelings that you didn't get invited? I was cool. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm keep I'm keeping it a book. No, you're not. Yes, I am. So you was a zero. I saw like a two, like. So you was kind of pissed. A two ain't kind of pissed. A eight is I'm pissed. What's a two? A two is like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, all right, cool. I see where we at. Right. Jermaine's, I was probably like, it's probably like a four. Like, come on, curse, bro. You invite your dog. We sit in the back of the bus. Like, I sit in the back of the bus. It was Jermaine, 
Shed. Yeah. Me right here, Mike Mo right there, Bobby in the very back. So you went, you around the bus together, you talking, you vibing, like right. Hey, bro, what's up? He was at mines, right? Cam, Cam can make it to mines, but um, yeah, Sherm was at mines. Obviously, Bobby, Mike Mo. <laughs> hey, shout out to Mike Mo. By the way, you book your dog, Mike, Mike Mo. Mike Mo was there. Mike Mo yeah. was there. You know what Mike, I mean? Mike wouldn't miss it, and um, but no, it was a really good night. And the thing is, here's the thing. This is what I learned about people. Mm-hmm. This is what I learned about myself. Come on. I don't want to. I don't want to make stuff about me when it comes to other people's lives. Okay. Hear me out, because I know you're the total opposite. Correct me if I'm wrong. I make stuff about me. You take it personal. Oh yeah, I, I'm a sensitive dude. You didn't invite me to your wedding. You didn't invite me to your your fundraiser event. You didn't invite me. I don't want to make it about me. Like, how dare you not? I'm KJ. I'm your. I'm this. Right. I'm that. So I try my best. Like, this is you. You do your thing. If you don't want to come, you don't count. You don't got to come. The people that's here, the ones that's here, and, and want to have a good time. Did you invite me to your wedding? Why didn't I invite you to my wedding? I mean, you, why since, didn't? since you're gonna sit here and put call me, I mean, call <laughs> me out in front of everybody, and you didn't invite me to your wedding. That's messed matter, up. Matter of fact, no, that's messed up. Ma- Matter of fact, in all the years I've known you, I've known you since 2011. It's 2023. Let me go ahead and count the number of things that KJ has invited me to. One thing, and I couldn't come to that because uh, my, my wife at the time hurt her foot. You could have so came. You could have came. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I want to talk about that because why you bl- put me on blast on that? Like, yeah, I'm a little sensitive. I am. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm glad you're aware. At least I admit that. I'm glad you're um, aware. Oh, what, another thing that was cool, not only um, your former teammates there, mm-hmm. I think what really says a lot besides Pete Carroll and John Schneider and Chuck Arnold being there, I saw Paul Johns there. Yep. I saw Karen there, who's in charge of K-Dub, DEI. Warren Moon. Uh, I saw Warren Moon. I saw Connie Kate. Big Walt. You know what I mean? Big Walt, Paul Johns. You know what I mean? Like, I saw a lot of people... That not only look, we talk about the coaches and the coordinators and what happens on the field. I'm talking about the support and what really happens in the Virginia Mason Athletic Center. Mm-hmm. Seeing the people inside of the building being there in support. Yep. That's huge. Shout out to Sandy. Sandy Gregory. Sandy Gregory was there as well. You remember that was Kelly? beautiful. Oh, I remember I saw hug Kelly. Yeah. Yo. And so it, it was good, man. Just it felt like the ESPYs in there. It felt like a real gala. Like it felt like a real Seattle family reunion. People were dressed. Yo. People were dressed up nice. Really came out and showed out. Like bidding on barbecues. Like, you know how much my barbecue? So here, y'all listen to this. I auctioned off barbecues and margaritas at my house. I'm going to cook for everybody. Come sip some tequila. Get get on the grill. Y'all know how much that raised? You know how much G brought out of them folks? You pressed that woman too. You pressed them. Man. 12 bands <laughs> to come to my house and I cook for them and, and feed them tequila and we get a little tipsy. Yo, yo. 12 bands. I'm getting friendly fire over here today, man. This, oh. hey, KJ, you mad at me today, bro? No, no, no. No, it was hey, a you, good press. Hey, you, you pressed that lady. It was a good press. And then you got soaked. That, that was for you, Natalie. Bang. Bye-bye. <laughs> no. Natalie liked that one. <laughs> she loved it. She loved it. And um, no, all the auction items was cool. 
Yeah. But but I tell you what I felt. What's that? When people were donating money to raise the paddle, I'm donating five thousand here, one thousand here. My hard earned money is going towards KJ Wright and this foundation. Mm. I have a responsibility. I gotta make sure that every penny goes back to these kids in Seattle and in Olive Branch. And I do something powerful with this. This is a responsibility. Before we, I wanna talk, I'm gonna talk about that, but real quick, I wanna address the elephant in the room because I know there's some people they watch and they're probably like, um, what happened to the trophy? Why are there books there? And can you explain that? So our signature Steve Largent slash KJ Wright trophy is gone, as y'all could tell. This was hard for me. I love that trophy. Mm. It took me 10 years to get that trophy. It talks about character, hard work, the ultimate teammate, sacrifice, Seahawks through and through. Took me a decade to win that trophy. And what I did was I took it to the auction and I said, okay, okay, y'all. I don't want to give this trophy away, but if somebody is willing to raise a paddle at 10K, yeah. the trophy is yours for a year. So, you know, Tim Tebow, he auctioned off his Heisman trophy every year to, to someone. Like, let me auction off my Steve Larson trophy. Mm. 10 bands. And it took a while. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. Let's get ready to go. Once, twice, anybody else send? I'm and I came to, to the it. mic. I was like, I was about to say, I don't want to give it away anyway. And then who got it? Elena Morris, the owner slash CEO of Ascend Restaurant in Bellevue. I'm like, Elena. She sure did. She showed out too. Showed out. She showed up. Came in a green jumpsuit. Like, has had a good time. Had a good she time. got it, and I trust Elena. She said it's going to be in a safe place. It's going to be insured. That was really hard for me to give away because that's our signature staple when it comes to this podcast. Okay, so I'm glad you brought up the razor paddle. I'm glad you brought up uh, the money is going through. Let me tell you what really stood out to me, probably, I mean, outside of people raising money, giving money, outside of people being beautiful, having a good time. I love that. But probably the thing that stood out to me the most is – not only did you talk about financial literacy, and mm -hmm. I want you to explain that a little bit. You're talking about financial literacy and what you know, you want some of these kids to learn it early because yeah. you didn't learn it until later. And a lot of people aren't learning about financial literacy. Yo, did you bring a big wig from JP Morgan Chase that is gonna help you with all of this? Mm -hmm. Her name's Thushari, and I met her through Jesse Franklin. And um, she works with J.P. Morgan Chase, black lady from, from, from Africa. She moved out here. She's a single mom, and she is passionate. I'm talking about passionate about making a difference in these kids' lives. She will go to the school once a week. We got the curriculum. We're going to teach these kids good credit, what that does for you, bad credit, how that hurts you. We teach them compound interest, entrepreneurship. A lot of people are getting scammed these days. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people getting scammed yeah, out are. of some real out of some real money. Yeah. We'll teach kids how to avoid getting scammed, and we go tag team it. I'm going. I'm going too. I'm yeah. going to the classes right there with her once a week. Teach these kids because I didn't. My mom taught me growing up. Mm -hmm. She taught me growing up. She said, "Son, don't put all your eggs in one basket." Mm. I was like, "Okay, mama." She's like, "Son, save your money for a rainy day." Like, okay, mama. She mm. said, "Son, um, um, have your money work for you." I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. 
And so I had a few little gems growing up. But gee, some kids, yeah. some adults, like they just get their check, like, okay, I'm going to take it to the bank. So, okay. But I, I know you, like, you don't, you, you don't do anything just to do something. There's always some type of purpose about it. You said in the beginning that, you know, you worry a lot about things. So I assume that there has been worry about financial. There has been worry in what you see when it comes to finances. Can you, can you tell us a specific story, something that has happened, whether it's to you, something that you have known of, to make you really be this, 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 this passionate about this specific topic when it comes to finance? Let's just talk about me on a grand scale. Fair. When I first got my first real money, I got a check. My sign-up on is $200,000. plus You got a check? Check. 200000 I think it's 253000 Like 21, 22 years old. Young, young, young buck. Ooh, the, yeah. One of the first things I did was, first of all, um, went to the bank. Didn't, didn't really know what to do with it. What did, what did, what did the teller say when they saw you come she in? She said, oh, no, she didn't know who I was. Then I handed her the check. She was like, oh, you come over here. Like, let me take you over here. I was like, where the hell are you going? <laughs> like, what you? I just want to open up an account. Are you by yourself? I'm solo. So wait, you got the check. Mm -hmm. we, get, we, we need to know this. Yeah. You got the check. Mm -hmm. How did you know where to go? How did you know which bank to go to? I just like, let me just pick a bank. I just went to Bank of America. And like, you got to actually open an account. Okay. And so we went there. But let me tell you this, G. Okay. So when the first decision that I made to do with my money was, I hate to, I hate to bring this up. My mama go get mad. But she's like, yeah, let your uncle help you out with your money. Like he he's invest money. He's he's done stuff, stocks and all that stuff. I'm like, nah, mom, I don't know this dude. He's like, let him do it. I give this man, say it's like two hundred thousand. Well, you gave him that whole two hundred thousand? No, this is no fast forward. This is like okay. a year or so, two years. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. And the first thing that I did was I invested with I trusted him with my money. And when I tell you I don't understand stocks, I don't understand bonds at this time, I don't know how money works. And what happened was I saw my money steadily go down. Like, okay, maybe this is the start market. Maybe this is how it works. Mm -hmm. It'll come back up eventually. Mm -hmm. Kept going down and down and down. I'm like, okay, this ain't it. So when I tell you, and I finally like, hey, this, hey, what, what we doing? Stop. I, I, I you're done. How much? I was like, how much you lose? I don't know off the top of my head. You gave him two hundred thousand. Ish. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm going to say around maybe 50, 50,000. You lost 50. Did you lose, was it the stock market? It's all stocks. All stocks. And I didn't understand, like, man, it may have been more than that. That was my first decision that I made with my money. Mm. If staying in the bank, the first time I had trusted somebody else with my money, it went to him. Oh. And I was like, okay, this ain't it. So what I did, G, I was like, okay, KJ, you got to figure this out for yourself. You got to figure out money for yourself. It ain't, ain't nobody going to teach you. You didn't learn it in high school. You didn't learn it in college. You got to self-educate yourself. And the first thing that I did was I picked up a book. Mm. I picked up a book, and the book was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm, yeah. Shout out to Coach Norton for putting us on books, right? And I opened up the book, and it was talking about liabilities and assets. Like how many adults, if I ask 10 adults, what's a liability, what's an asset? I don't know how many people could tell me that. What is um, the power of real estate? What that does for you? It does wonders for people. If you do it right, people become millionaires, billionaires, mailbox money. 
And there's so much stuff. I had to self-educate myself. I got on YouTube, started looking up stuff. And then finally, okay, I got a good grasp for this thing. Here I am, 33 years old, and I'm still learning, G. I'm still learning. I, I don't can, got it all figured can out. You, can you help? Hold on. You came into the league in 2011. Mm-hmm. Okay. So during that time, like a lot of us who don't understand what happens when you guys go to the NFL, is it just a small amount of you? Like, is there anything that's there to help you guys understand right away what to do with your money? What? You got the financial advisors that they come in. So they have like financial advisors come in, hang out. And, you know, they'll like, you know, network, mingle with them. But an actual teacher, actual coach, you grown. You're 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 a, you're an adult. You're a grown man. It is it is your responsibility to handle your finances, to educate yourself on on your finances. It's nobody else's job. When you come into the league, the knowledge that you know is what you know. I highly suggest that you read a book. I highly suggest you get on YouTube TED Talks because it's no one's responsibility in that building to teach you finances. Now I would assume that things are better now. That was 2011. I would assume that in the NFL, you know. I mean, you're not in the game, but I I can probably say it's probably better now, 2023. You know, they got the uh, yeah. rookie symposium that happens. Yeah, see, I didn't uh, have that. So, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. I didn't have that. And this is, you know, you also came in. It was a lockout. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that was my experience as a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very so, limited yeah. education knowledge and so. Yeah, I, so, I, I really love that. I'm glad that you do it. Speaking of that, um, you had brought up your mama uh, telling you stuff. Um, I'm scared of your mama. As you should be. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. As you do. At the event, <laughs> this lady comes up to me. Pretty, pretty black woman. Older, oh, okay. Uh, she says, uh, "Are are you G?" I said, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am." <laughs> I got a bone to pick with you. And I'm like, mm, "Oh boy." She said, "Uh, you told." And by the way, she said it just like this. You told my child, <laughs> you told my child that you can't believe that they go home and stay with their mama? <laughs> and, I, and I'm saying, who? I said, well, who's your child? She says, look at me. <laughs> look at me. You see my face? You recognize anybody? We twins. And at first, I did. I could not recognize. I, 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 I said, I, and by the way, if you hear me stuttering, because I was stuttering. And finally, she says, I want you to look over there. And I look, and she pointed to KJ. <laughs> I said, oh, oh, you heard me. Yes, I heard you. Oh, yeah, loud and clear. And she not playing. I, I really go home. So, in all fairness, KJ, I want to pull back the curtain. Pull it back. KJ was back home in Olive Branch, Mississippi. KJ FaceTimes me. When KJ FaceTimes me, <laughs> he FaceTimes me from the bed. Time out. Time out. How many people FaceTime you from the bed? Not many. Not too many. Not too many. It's usually but the couch. KJ FaceTimed me from the bed. And he FaceTimed me. What up, man? I said, <laughs> where are you at? Now, this <laughs> bed that he's at, this room is he at? I said, are you, 
Are you in your own room from when you was young? Yeah, what's wrong with that? KJ, you stay with your mama? Yeah, what's wrong with that? I didn't know his mama was in the room. Your mama was in the room. First of all, you filed for putting me on speaker in front of your mama. But second of all, where am I supposed to stay when I go home? You where am I supposed to stay? I got grandma house, a, got you, daddy house. You had a $200,000 check in 2011 as a signing bonus, and you staying with your mama? Absolutely. You... She ain't here right now. I know when she see this, she gonna get me, but uh, I'm gonna run. I say uh, either my mom or my dad. Daddy got a house. One, there's two people living in the house. But two, you know, three bedrooms. You know what she did say, though? What'd she said. She, she, then she said, she said, and oh, by the way, he did say to me, he thinking about staying in a hotel now. Here's the thing. I got a wife and three kids. Exactly. We got to split up when we go home. I can't stay, we all can't stay under one roof because it's too many of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> you really so what happens? I what happens? I usually take the boys, stay at my dad's house. Yeah. Nat and my mom stay at um Nat and Ariana stay at my mom's house. How big uh, paint the picture? How big is Olive Branch, Mississippi? Shout out to Olive Branch. About 30,000. Small town. Everybody know everybody? Everybody know everybody. One stoplight? No, we got two exits. <laughs> we got two exits. It's it's small. But my mama, she not playing. Like, you staying over here. Somebody's staying over here when I come home. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, she 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 got on me. But uh uh back back to your event. Yeah. Your event was beautiful. It got done on time. Got done on time. People had a great time. People mm-hmm. was giving like mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was it was beautiful. And we gotta talk about the second component of this foundation. Um, I'm supporting these student athletes. Mm. In particular, G, sports changed my life for the better. High school sports did. It taught me how to handle adversity. It taught me how to work with people. It taught me the power of discipline, sacrificing, all that stuff. And when I look at this new wave of kids, it's it's a new wave of kids. Kids ain't outside. No. Kids ain't living in the, I feel like kids not living in the gym like they used to. I want to get these kids out the house, off their iPads, in the gym. And the and, and it costs money. These kids got seven on seven. These kids traveling. These kids training these days. So I want to support these underserved kids and just make sure that I want you to be able to achieve your dream. I want you to achieve your dream. I sponsored this one kid now. He want to play in the SEC. He's like, KJ, he a linebacker. Mm. Like, I want to be the next KJ Wright. Because I want to play in the SEC. So, all right, he lives in Tacoma, Washington. All right, bro, but he was like, I can't afford to go where everybody else going. Yeah. The Right Way Foundation, we sponsoring this dude. Okay, go here. I'm going to check in on your grades, mm. on your attendance. This ain't no free money giving out. Right. So I just want to support these kids and just what sports did for me. I just want to make sure that these kids can get that same experience as well. I'm, I'm glad you brought up what sports has done for you. And I want to, like... I want to really touch on something about, well, I can sit here and talk about what sports did for me. Mm-hmm. Well, sports introduced me to the first white person I ever met. Let me explain. Uh, Joliet, Illinois. I was playing baseball. And I'm from Chicago, right? And so we took a bus trip to go to Joliet, Illinois. And then we played this team. And on the bus, on the way, I think at the time I'm like 10, 11 years old, right? Yeah. And on the bus, man, we, we going, oh, we going to play this team? 
it's an all-white team. <laughs> yeah. And so we on the bus, and we like, man, what's this going to be like? Man, we kids, nah. Yeah. You know, we, we kids. You know, we play, went, played the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, oh, that was it's the same. Right. There's no difference. Right. right. Then after the game, we they ordered pizzas for us to sit down and eat mm-hmm. pizzas together. Mm-hmm. And so we were all hanging out. We're paired up with different uh, and stuff, and we're talking. And I I still remember this to this day. Me and I don't remember his name, but we were talking about the cartoons that we like to <laughs> yeah. watch. Yeah. And I and I I remember being like, "Oh, you mm-hmm. like those cartoons?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, you like those cartoons?" The reason why I bring that story up because it's exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Sports does so much, and not just on the playing side of things. There's a lot of people that are Seahawks fans. Mm-hmm. You come from different back diversity, different mm-hmm. backgrounds, right? Mm-hmm. Different political side of things. Mm-hmm. But when you put that, that's why the whole 12 mm-hmm. thing, right? The, the shield. The ship, the 12, mm-hmm. the Seahawks. When you put that together and you at Lumen Field and something good's happening, you turn to the person next to you and you high, high five. five. And you turn to the first person behind you. This is why what you guys did for this city 10 years ago was so dang big. And gee, football is different than any other Come sports. On. Come on. We talking about 70,000 people in one stadium. Mm-hmm. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, rich, poor. We all here for this and the the energy that we bring. Yes. The excitement that we bring, the passion that we bring, that's like a release for people. That's an outlet for people. I'm going through hell in my life right now. But I know that at Sunday, one o'clock, when I turn on my TV, I know that these dudes go give they all and I'm right there with them. Hmm? That's what we did for people. Yes. Like I'm on my last dime. Wife didn't left me. Kids going crazy. But I know that Sunday night football. Oh. I, yes. When, when Sunday night football with Chris Collinsworth and, and whoever get on there. Al Michaels. Al, yeah, yeah. I know that for three hours, yeah. life is good. Yeah. That's what we did for people. That's what we brought to the table. Yeah. That's what football does for people. Yeah. So that's why the component that you're talking about with your your, your foundation. So you talked about the financial. And so now you're talking about the sports side of things Mm -hmm. and giving young folks the opportunity to be able to go do these things. Because I don't know if y'all know this or not, but boy, that that cost to play sports these days ain't ain't what it used to be. And there's a lot of young men and young women who don't have the opportunity mm-hmm. to get out there because of financial. Just think about that. I know. Think I know. about the kids. And some sports are more privileged than others. Yes. Baseball. Woo! Them travel baseball year long, it costs money. Mm-hmm. Soccer. Yeah. AAU basketball, they traveling everywhere. And the way that kids get seen these days is like, you got to get seen. You got to go to these camps here. You got to get in the traffic. It's some kids in, in the boondocks in Mississippi that's just as good as I was. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody seeing them. Hey. Ain't, ain't nobody seeing the Bud Dupree's anymore. Shout out to your state of Mississippi. What got that flag down? The running back. 
Sports. Sports. I, I think two, two, two arenas. Sports and music has made our world the true, true definition of coming together. You look at what Kareem did. You look at what Jim Brown did. Uh-huh. You look at what LeBron James is doing. Mm-hmm. Sports is power. What I say goes, hey, I want to meet with President Obama, Jay-Z, Beyonce. Let's, let's sit down. Let's talk to let's. Mm-hmm. They can get that done. And the more that we can get these kids the opportunity to live out their dreams, what we can give these opportunities to get their school paid for. How much is school? To a college? College. These days? I mean, somebody listening right now, y'all, y'all probably hitting that what that fifty thousand dollars a year. You talking about for four years? I ain't the best at math, but that fifty two hundred thousand. We back to that two hundred thousand dollars that uh, back in two thousand eleven you first got. And, and uh, by so, the way, what's the first thing you bought? What did you buy in two thousand? Do you know what I would do at twenty one years old with a two hundred thousand dollar check? That thing would have got cash. <laughs> You, hold on, you can't act like you don't remember. I remember. How the heck you don't remember you what you got for two hundred thousand? I know you didn't go to McDonald's or Taco Bell. I think I went and maybe got a Movado watch, okay. some cheap, ugly black watch. I don't know why I bought that. Right, it's like five hundred dollars. Tell everybody about that car you used to drive. I used to clean. You <laughs> love you love this car story. This is your favorite story. <laughs> it's, it's why <laughs> you love Listen, that car. Hear me out, y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you about the KJ back then. KJ used to drive 10 and 2 like this. Both hands on the steering wheel? Both, both hands on the steering wheel. Fishbowl. No tenant windows. <clears throat> Bruh, listen. I ain't have no money, G. I believe you. I ain't have no money. Yeah. I got my car shipped up. Fresh out of college. I ain't have no NIL. That's true. I had the Chevy Impala that my daddy got me. Shout out to my dad. Yeah. He spent his last penny giving me that Chevy Impala. Funny story. Mm. Actually, a jacked up story. Oh, we love stories. I was in college, right? Uh-huh. This this story gets me pissed off, actually. I was in college, right? Mm. We got early morning workouts. Okay. It's like my junior year in college. I ain't got no car. Okay. So my apartment from where the facility is, it's about a 15, 18-minute walk. Okay. So we got early morning workouts. I set my alarm clock for 5 something in the morning. I'm mobbing to workouts. I'm walking. Walking. I see one of my teammates driving okay. to the same workout. I know Buddy saw me. I know you saw me. <laughs> I'm not going to call your name out. Oh, you know his name, don't you? Yeah, I know his name. <laughs> I saw Buddy drive past me. I was so hurt. I'm like, and I called my dad. I said, Dad, you don't believe what just happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm walking, and and this dude seen me. Right. He's like, you know what? That ain't going to ever happen to my son again. My dad, he ain't got much money. I'm going to keep it. My dad didn't have much money. Mm-hmm. But he spent his last dime. His last penny oh, wow. giving me my, my ride to, to, to uh, when I was in college. Him and his mama, my granddad, somehow they found a way. I had wow. a ride. That ride, after I, I called my dad, it was a Chevy Impala <laughs> that he got me. And um, But yeah, man. He you got drove me. that thing proud when you got Absolutely. his Absolutely. out of war. And Mike Moe had his truck too. He had that blue pickup truck. 
I forgot he about had the that. The blue pickup he truck. Did. We ain't had no money, G. Y'all got money. And I didn't have time. Like once I came to Seattle, I hit the ground running. I just want to make sure I got this right though. When you say that your former your your, your college teammate didn't see you, did did he not see you the same way Cam Chancellor didn't see you for that wedding? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Hey, Cam directly <laughs> saw me, buddy. He seen me. I looked. I looked back. Right. I was on the sidewalk. He was on the street, so it's it's like some space, right? And so I didn't necessarily flag him down, but I looked, and he kept going. I'm like, ain't that some shit? It was messed up. And I called my dad. I'm like, man, dad, I need a car, man. I don't know what you got to do, but work three jobs. You got to do something. Man, shout out to that Chevy Impala. That that Chevy oh, yeah. Impala. You kept it clean though. I kept it clean. Gave it to my sister. I don't know where that car is at now. Yeah, where is it? Yeah. So I got my sister a new car. Uh, I got her a new car after that. But um, I don't know where it is. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, it made it back to Olive Branch. I have no idea where that Chevy Impala is. Mm. And then when I first got my real man, I got my Cadillac Escalade. Thanks. Clean. It's still clean to this day. White, yeah. white on chrome. Where's that at today? My cousin got it. White on chrome. That's a beautiful truck. I'm going to ride a Cadillac till the day I die. You love Cadillac. I love Cadillacs. I'm going to have a Cadillac, and when I get some real money, I'm going to get a Rolls Royce. The ghost one. I can't get it now. I can, but I'm not. Huh. Real money. I mean, I can, but I'm not. I ain't, I, if I ain't got a garage to put it in, I ain't getting it. Mm-hmm. I got a two-guard garage. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And it ain't about to sit outside. No, no. So. Well, I look. The event was a success. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, what your uh, the Right Way Foundation is going to do mm-hmm. for a lot of young folks that's mm-hmm. out here. That is huge. Yeah. You, you were nervous, but man, it okay. turned around. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And um, we're just getting started. I'm going to teach these kids about money, keep these kids um, in, in sports. And money is money is everything. It's, and it's mostly the knowledge of money. Jim. Right, right. It's mostly the knowledge. Like, what is, like, I when I went and got my first Cadillac Escalade, mm-hmm. I could not even get that. I couldn't even finance the truck because I had no credit to my name. He was like, you don't have any, I can't, you can't take a loan out. Wait, 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 wait. He real, wouldn't let me take a loan out. Okay, but real quick, real quick. If I'm remembering right, because I used to clean your cars, that Cadillac Escalade, you didn't get that until year. My second year. You got that I got that after my rookie year. So 2012. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, you didn't have no credit. Nobody had had had, had really tried to get Mm-mm. you on that. Nope. And let me tell you what I'm gonna do with my kids. When my kids get in college, go ahead, tell I me. could probably start in high school, but when they get in college, I'm gonna start do it in high school. I'll probably do it in high school. Do it in high school. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make I'm, them an authorized user. Absolutely. On the credit card. Absolutely. Yeah, I learned that one. And so uh, I'm going to give you a gas card, maybe a credit card. You can go to Starbucks, spend your gas, start building your credit now. Teaching them like, hey, if you want to go get a $600,000, $700,000 house, they're going to want to see some history of your credit. Started in high school. I started when I was an adult, 21 years old. And I had to start with my Cadillac. I had to pay it cash. And my mama, my mama went about the finances. She's like, I'm not about to, I'm not putting my name on there. I was like, mama, I'm going to pay my bill. What are you? She's like, I'm not co-signing for you, son. Smart. That's not smart, G. My mama, I'm going to pay the note. Yes, it is. What do you mean not smart? Your mama, your mama was, was right not to co-sign. You, you a grown adult 
That way it don't it don't it don't cause no problems, no confusion. Because first of all, this is year two. Ain't nothing guaranteed. The okay, average, okay, I get, I get, okay, I get that. It is smart. Okay, that so is look smart. at the camera and tell your mama she was I'm right. sorry, mama, you was right. That was smart. Don't slap me. <laughs> but um, but with my kids, I'm gonna start my kids' credit in high school. And it's all about knowledge, G. It's mm -hmm. all about knowledge. Knowledge is power. And get them at an early age. I had to learn some hard mistakes. I, I gave my uncle some money. Um, you know, just did all. I did more smart than good, but just little stuff that we can avoid. Even if you got a regular nine to five job, you didn't even got to be in the NFL. Just understand, maybe I could take $200 here, put it in index funds. Consistently, not just one or two times, consistently put it in index funds here and there. Over time, over time, over time, that compound interest will start. And so I just want to get these kids going KJ, early. You, you ever get scared to lose it all? <laughs> oh, you want to get deep. You want to get deep. Um, thank God that I have a wife. We got similar views, but they're kind of unhealthy too. Mm, why? We got all, all this money. But we so damn cheap to the point where, like, we're scared of losing it all. We're scared of losing it all. I'm renovating my backyard right now. I'm doing a whole new backyard. And the guy came. He was like, okay, if we do these stairs this way, either $6,700 or no stairs at all, it'll be gravel. My first initial reaction, like, oh, we just get gravel. Forget that. Well, they don't need no stairs. They can just slide or walk down. That was our first reaction. You G. said slide. Gee. <laughs> Gee. You said slide. Like on God, that's it's gravel. And I was like, nope, six, seven hundred. I'm keeping that. And she, my wife looked at my wife. What you think? She's like, yeah. And I, and I thought about it. I'm like, hold up, babe. Hold up. Let's 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 really think about this. So this $6,700 is an asset to our home. It's right? stairs yeah. that people need. Mm -hmm. Let's do it right. I tell you, let's just do it the right way. No, play no your last name. Let's just do it the right way. Let's stop being so cheap. So am I scared of losing it all? Absolutely. And it's unhealthy at times. Okay, hold on. So where do you think that comes from? Does it come from, you've seen stories since you've been in the league? Mm -hmm. Like You've seen examples where you've actually seen folks lose it all? Does it come from, Folks back home, where does this fear come from? Yes, it comes from both of those. Mm. It comes from watching marriages fail because of money. It comes from having to um, lose your vehicle because of money. It came from poor decisions. And I vowed, I vowed, I was like, KJ, when you get this, you're going to do it right. Keep it tight. Hold it tight. Don't mess it up. Mm -hmm. Don't mess it up. Don't be another NFL statistic. Like, man, this man had all this money and he lost it? How, Sway? How did you mess this up? And so I just want to get to the point where I enjoy myself. I'm happy traveling, living my dream. But not to the point where I'm just holding it. It's unhealthy because I work my ass off. I work my ass off for this. And so enjoy the fruits of your life. So let's just say it's a rookie right now that is watching this right now, and you got 60 seconds, can you give this rookie something to connect with them to help them 
do right by their money because I I, I believe that guys on second contracts and beyond. I mean, yeah. you know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 know ain't nobody. You ain't trying. Nobody trying to tell you nothing. Mm-hmm. But the, these rookies, who which in my opinion, I think is the most important, considering that the NFL career, the average NFL career is two point seven years, and it's getting shorter and shorter. And for these rookies, understand this. You have worked your tail off to get into this position. You've earned every penny since the time you got drafted, whether you're a free agent. The first thing, first and foremost, is you got to invest in yourself. You got to educate yourself. First off, buy yourself something nice. Buy yourself a nice car. Do something nice for yourself because you definitely earned that. But as time goes on, network with people in your locker network with people in the community and just get a full understanding of, I have all of this. What's the game plan for it? Just like the same game plan you create when you play the Minnesota Vikings, create a game plan for your finances. Create the same game plan. Like this one I'm going to do in season and the off season, I'm going to take this course, create a game plan for your life off the football field. But in, in particular, when it comes to finances mm. in 60 seconds, you cheap. You really that cheap, huh? It's bad. It's really bad. I mean, when you go to fast food places, do you buy a soda or you just get water? Like, yeah, can I have a cup of water? I'm team water all day, every Me day. Me too. Hey, and my kids. Me too. When Ariana, the first time I took her out, her and her mom, she ordered a Sprite. I said, you let her get a Sprite? She gets water. What? I told her my wife, like, why she getting a Sprite? Why she getting lemonade? You get the zero dollar water. And my kids, my boys, they get sprites now, but Oh, they get they get they get sprites. But I, I be trying to press them like, nah, y'all getting water this time. I don't know what y'all think. You thinking. better be a Shirley Temples? Nah. <laughs> you only know, like the pink lemonades and all that different stuff at the restaurant? They'll get they'll get like they they go to a sprite. Well, man, man, I love uh sitting here. I, you can tell me stories all day, brother. Yeah. Hey, and the people saying we need to come out with a um, a closing statement. Mm. Any ideas? We got two producers just sitting over there. What what they what they they didn't came up with something? They they just like telling us what not to do. How about they give us something? Mm. Good point. Good point. Yeah, just back there telling us what not to do, telling us to be comfortable and flow. How about y'all give us a close a closing statement? KJ all day. <laughs> <laughs> we still ain't got one. <laughs> Let's K- just try thinking one on the fly. Yeah, K- um, I don't know. Uh, this this would be the time to just. How about this? How about you just give one last thank you to those yeah. uh, that not, not only that were there at your event, but those that plan to support your the Right Way Foundation. Yeah. How about you do that? It was a beautiful night. Two hundred people raised tons of money for these kids in Olive Branch, Mississippi, and in Seattle, Washington. Thank y'all from the bottom of my heart for spending two, three hours out of your day to come hang out. Hope y'all had a good time. And I promise you, this is my responsibility to do great things in this community. And so much love to y'all. I'll see y'all again next year. Till next time on KJ All Day. How was that? (laughs) Was that good? No, no. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll think of something.